what about those things that people feel like, well, it's always like this. It's always been like this. In one area of their life, usually people have that. What do you say to those things? And do you feel like you can present them tools to help have a breakthrough? For sure. And also, if we keep saying always, what would it take for us to shift that? If instead of saying it's always like this, what if we ask... Hi, friends, and welcome to season two of the Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker podcast. I am Debbie, your host, and the creator of what I believe is a sacred space in which I have conversations with individuals from all sectors who are dedicated to elevating consciousness around different aspects of life. With a background in ghostwriting and editing books, content development, and medical journalism, as well as many other side jobs, and several years' experience working for the international nonprofit called the Kabbalah Center, I bring you enlightening conversations with people whose work, knowledge, energy, and insight have helped me open my mind and perspective, alchemize perceived negative situations, live in a healthier body, and experience the world in a deeper, more wondrous way on a daily basis. I also desire to share energy and wisdom that I received from my spiritual teacher, Karen Berg, who was the founder and spiritual director of the Kabbalah Center until her passing in 2020. My aim is that you, the listener, are able to receive what you need to create new possibilities and find greater levels of expansion in your health, relationships, and business. It is my honor to connect with you and be a part of your process. I believe that we are here to support each other on our earthly journey, and I also believe that life's challenges are most effectively tackled from the inside out. Each episode of my show presents another way to do that. Thank you so much for listening, for supporting, and for being with me. I hope you enjoy. And Tamara is an integrative healer. She works with different modalities, helping people to shift their energy and welcome new possibilities into their life and just to feel more of who you really are. How are you? I'm fantastic. Thank you. What else is possible? How does it get any better than this? Amazing. (laughs) You learn fast. (laughs) I learn fast. It's so interesting because we actually spoke two weeks ago and it got deleted. And then since then, I revisited Access Consciousness. So maybe I needed to be in a different space. Can you just share about how you came to working with these healing modalities? Because a lot of people did take a leap and they're trying to follow something that feels like more in alignment with who they really are. And so it's inspiring to speak with somebody who is, who is really doing that. And I, I wondered if you might just share your path. I know you were a pharmacist. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So I, listen, I, I guess my path started with studying Kabbalah. And um, I've been studying over 35 years. I, I am a pharmacist, but I noticed that the the Western medicine has obviously it has its uses, but it has it's just a part. It's not a complete thing, right? So there must be other pieces. That's what started my search. Right. I raised my kids on homeopathy and naturopathy. Wow. And Body talk came into my life in 2005 and it was a gift because someone introduced me to it. 
And I, I didn't know anything about it. She told me, uh, you know, this is a class. You need to go to this. I go, but I'm working. I was a pharmacist, but I'm working. And it's in two days. I'm not going to get the time off. I got the time off. So I went to the class and I was very skeptical. So he picked me as the first demonstration. And when I was 16, I had this car accident where my neck hadn't been the same since, right? So he puts me on the table and in two minutes, using an elementary technique, my neck feels better. So I go, oh, okay, fine. I guess there's something to this. So I was open to it. So that night when I went home, I um, said to everybody, here, come, I learned stuff I want to practice on you. So my son, my eldest, had a planter's wart that we've been working on for the last four months with herbs and homeopathy trying to take care of. And, you know, it was painful, but I didn't want to do surgery and get it out because the foot doctor said, if you take it out, it's, it can grow back. And I was like, okay, why do I need to do this? We need to figure out another way. So I put him on the, you know, I did the techniques on him and he got off the table and his foot didn't hurt. I'm like, what? Okay, fine. There's something here. Let's pay attention. So that just started my journey. And um, I added access consciousness right before COVID. And it was amazing because of COVID, I was able to take all the classes online (laughs) and didn't have to travel to Rome and to South America and this place and that place to take the classes. And it's been a real gift because putting the Kabbalah, the body talk and access consciousness together with you know, a bit of homeopathy and this and that. It's just made it more of a comprehensive thing that I can give to people. Yeah, because you can work on the level of clearing subconscious beliefs and feelings. You can help them physically with the homeopathy. It's like you have a great toolbox <laughs> of healing yeah. tips. Yeah, and I, and I love I love using it and I love people who are open to to have it all. It's interesting because when I had my session with you, you were like, you know, obviously I I had like an emotional release and I thought about situations that were not in my conscious mind. But once you started kind of discussing the pain or I'm not even sure whatever you were doing, (laughs) I could feel, you know, in my back, I could feel the energy of, of what you were doing, something in my back. And then the memories that came up were not memories that I'd been thinking of. And then I had, I definitely had an emotional release, but you said like every session is different and you never know. And you just show up very open for what the intelligence, that greater intelligence wants to bring through for the person or clear from right. it. Right. Offended every session is a surprise. Every session is a surprise. <laughs> yeah. Great. So tomorrow, can you share with everyone what it is that you really do when you work with a client. I know that you work with women particularly. My goal when I work with clients is to help them to take away the blockages, to really know who they are and to shine their light. And we all need everyone's light. So my goal is to help each individual to be who they are and shine their light. Without limitation. So powerful. I read this book called The War of Art 
I started listening to it. It's a, it's a very good book. And he talks about how like each person is like an artist and we come here with a specific mission of something to share with the world and we get distracted. Then we wind up with like having to take care of symptoms or we kind of just go into the wrong corner and then we have to kind of dig our way out and people turn to addictions or I'm not saying that that's the only reason for addiction. He talks about this thing called resistance, which basically will always try to stop you through fears from really manifesting what you are supposed to do from doing your mission. If you call yourself or consider yourself a creative, a writer, an artist, check out that book, The War of Art. It's really good about stepping into your own and really being unapologetic with your life. So it sounds that you help people to overcome that resistance in a way. Help people to clear, especially things from the past, which may be blocking you from kind of being in that space, right? Yeah, that's right. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Right, you know, a tree is a tree, right? Yeah. They, they don't have bad days. They don't have good days. They're just a tree or a bird. They sing, right? Yeah. And it doesn't, oh, it's raining, I'm not going to sing. Or I'm having a bad day, I'm not going to sing. They just are. What if we become like that? That it doesn't matter what's going on and we just exist and be who we are. I mean, like, listen, we're not just us. This, this person who I am today, it's taken generations to build me. We're talking about um, genetics. We're talking about culture. Uh, nowadays, everybody's talking about epigenetics. Like, who am I? You know, so maybe something I'm dealing with, it, it's a trauma that my great-grandmother had when I don't even know it exists. So how do I get rid of it? I don't, I'm not even aware of it. It just rules me. Wow. And so you're working on the level of the subconscious, right? Subconscious. There, there are things we know on the conscious level, right? And we're working on it. But is it everything? We just have to keep working on all the levels, what we know, what we don't know, right? And there's, there's messages that come to us from all over. And by asking questions, that's how you started, right? What's possible? By asking questions, we connect and we find out more. Just asking questions and questions and questions. Maybe we, if we ask a hundred questions, maybe we'll get a few answers. But as long as we keep asking. Just to give people an example of like how we take in things. Like I was thinking the other day, someone mentioned to me, oh yeah, a friend of mine said like, oh, I always liked Batman. And I was like, me too. And then I realized, no, I didn't really like Batman. But my older brother, who I was closest with at that time, when we were, when I was four and he was six, he loved, Batman was his superhero of choice. He didn't really like Spider-Man. He was like with Batman. So even now today, I realize I have a preference for Batman. That's not even mine, you know? Right. And so that's like a very small thing. But imagine the things that our parents told us or someone told us and we were little and we took it in and it may even be connected to the belief system of their great, great, great. It's fascinating when you start to work on this level. And I love how you integrate it with the body because... I actually did a session with Tamar and we worked on chronic pain that I've had in my back. It's really helped. So how do you combine working on this subconscious level and asking questions with the body talk and working with the body? 
Hi guys, I'm quickly interrupting this episode to let you know that you can now support the Cosmic Chats on Patreon. Check out my page, Debbie Sugarbaker Cosmic Chats, and feel free to become a monthly donor. We so appreciate it and it helps us to keep this show going, to get this information, this wisdom, this energy out there on the waves and touching hearts and souls like yours. Thank you so much in advance and enjoy the rest of the episode. A lot of it gets stored in our body. We have emotions we don't deal with. It gets stored in a part of the body. We're not separate. We're like our our soul, our being is not separate from our body. In this world, they're supposed to work together. So the body gives us hints about our consciousness. And if we have the wrong consciousness, it shows up in the body. So it's about dealing with both of it at the same time. You know, it's like when you go to a, a cardiologist, they just deal with the heart. You go to a foot doctor, they just deal with the foot. And everybody says, you know, how Western medicine has, has made it so you don't deal with the, with the whole person and you start dealing integrative doctors that deal with the whole person, right? It's that. That we're not just our being, we're not just our mind, we're not just our body. They're not separate. We have to deal with all of it at the same time. I think that it can seem, especially for people who are very deeply ingrained in seeing the world in one way and seeing healing in one way, which is very much address the symptoms this can almost feel overwhelming, like, oh boy, I gotta dig into that. I don't even know if I can go there. So what would you say to somebody that it feels like overwhelming, especially if they're facing a health challenge? It's not like we have to fix it all in one second, right? We just have to start and we have to know, and then we have to desire. I know I can't fix me in one day. I'm not supposed to. But I can start my journey and know what the journey is and not be sidetracked. Oh, I have a pain. I need to go to this doctor and I need to go to that doctor and I need to do this and I need to get an MRI and this and that. Yes. But what else do you need to do? It doesn't end there. What consciousness do you need to work on? How do you need to connect to your soul and see what your soul wants you to do? You know, a lot of people that have back pain, it's because somehow, they're hiding who they are behind their back. Ding, ding. <laughs> <laughs> right? It's so, so interesting. Wow. I, I almost have tears with what you're saying, right? Because I can still relate. I've had a chronic back pain for like seven years in my mid-back, which you helped me with. But it's very true that as I've been digging more, that's what I find. It's a fear of really showing and being who I really am rather than what I was expected to be. Because until that point, and it came around my Saturn return, which my whole life changed, and then it was like, but it was like this fear to fully kind of step into a new place. The universe supports us, right? The universe sends us guidance. The universe gives us hints. Are we listening? Yeah. Including me, you know? (laughs) Yeah, and how do the questions help? Like what kind of questions do you use for yourself on a daily basis? Any kind of questions, what, how, 
trying to stay away from why, because why we have to be selective. Because if we ask why, we can go down the rabbit hole. Because my great, great, great grandfather had a vendetta against this guy, something like that. Right? So it can be, it can be like not, not helpful. There is very selected places that you can use why. But like, what is this? What is the beautiful energy underneath this? Right? Because sometimes something looks bad, but we know that there's nothing bad. So if something happens and we don't get it, we just have to ask, what is the beautiful energy underneath this? And we ask questions not because we want answers. We ask questions to open ourselves to possibilities, not to be stuck where we are, not think this is it, right? This, this world, everybody talks about it. This is the world of illusion. Whatever we see, five senses lie to us. And anything so, can change in any moment when we change our perception, right? That's right. So how do we change my perception? If I'm stuck in thinking a situation is the way it is and I don't ask any questions, what happens? We, we get locked in, right? right. And we, we're just stuck there. We don't really have an option but to kind of react or suppress our emotions right. around the situation. And none of that is helpful, right? But if we ask questions and we keep asking questions, oh, oh, maybe this, oh, maybe that. And we we show the universe we're open. Show me. Open and deserving. There's an element of deservingness. Like, what is this? Like, I'm not so low that I can only react to this situation. I can actually elevate and, and use right. my upper my higher faculties to ask questions. We have power and we, we need to connect to that power and use it for the good. Exactly. It's interesting because we spoke about this superhero thing that when you were saying that, it kind of came into my mind. Yeah, we are. We're like superheroes. But sometimes when situations come and they make us, perhaps it's just my own correction or it makes it may, tends to make me feel very small. Then I feel like, well, who am I to even ask about the situation? I must have done something, you know. I kind of get stuck in this this stance of like shame or guilt, but I've at least in the last just asking the questions. It's like you can always bring something new, and you're worthy and deserving of that. You're not alone alone in that. Yeah. When stress comes, when tough times come, we automatically shrink. Okay, and asking questions is one way of connecting to the unlimited and to expand ourselves. And being deserving doesn't even need to be addressed because I'm asking questions. What else is possible? I, I, I want to do more. Show me. Beautiful. I love it. So I know that you, um, you work a lot with mothers who are balancing and juggling a lot of things. Why is it that you chose to work with mothers? And what is it that you try to to bring out in them or to help them with specifically? I love working with mothers because I feel like when you address and help the mother, you're actually helping the whole family. You're helping the next generation because if a mother is balanced and in tuned and aware, guess what she's going to do? She's going to raise aware, in tune children. So 
that's that's the way I love. It. And also, you know, nowadays mothers are not just mothers. Most of them aspire to give more to the world. And that causes a lot of stress in their lives because they don't they don't just want to be a mother, they want to be who they are, right? But it's so taxing being a mother, sometimes you don't have energy to be anything else. So what I want to do with mothers is to get them to be so balanced that they can raise the family and also be the contribution they need to be to the world. What came to mind when you were speaking was like even like generations. So in this generation, women are more, you know, in the workplace and aspiring towards a great career, but also aspiring towards motherhood. And then we have ancestral beliefs about what a woman's role is. And those were literally, you know, passed down from our mothers, our grandmothers, not so far away even. And expectations about making food and how much effort. And of course, that varies by culture and everything. But I've definitely <laughs> come across that. And I even even though I'm not even a mother, just as a woman being pulled in different directions in terms of roles and what kind of what has helped me is I said, like, wow, I need to step out of this place of responding to what is expected of me by and by anybody and really embody more of how I want to do it. This is how I want to prepare the food. This is how I want to keep a home and just bring it back in, into my own creative power. Right. To, to be in awareness of what's required, what is needed here. You know, does, what does my child need? What does my business need? What do I need? What does my husband need? The, what is required? It's not like just setting boundaries. It's greater than that. Yeah, it's connecting to something, I think, higher and living with that, right? Throughout your day, for that awareness, right. for that connection. I just wanted to briefly interrupt this episode to remind you that you can find all of my cosmic chats with video on my IGTV handle at Debbie Sugarbee, that's at D-E-B-B-I-E-S-U-G-A-R-B. There, you can also find a link in my bio to support my work or to sign up for a one-on-one Theta Healing session with me. A lot of people these days, and this is something that we spoke about before, are dealing with feelings of lack because there's just so much availability for the universe to mirror back to you what you may be lacking that you haven't received in your life or that you've been working on for many years. And so people, especially with the Instagram and with all of the social media, and we spoke about it, I mean, it can get into a very dark and sad place, especially for younger people who are really struggling with that. We, we had mentioned in the last interview how child suicide is up how can access consciousness and the work that you do body talk help people to deal with that or is there something that you a tool that you can give us now that we can share with people that we know sure i mean access consciousness helps with that a lot body talk helps with it with a lot i can teach you a tool from body talk it's called cortices technique to balance the left and right brain and to calm down the amygdala. I mean, there's so much science to it, but right now I can just teach you how to do it. Do you want to learn? So we're going to be using both of our hands. Okay. Um, there is a tapping part that's we tap the head covering both sides of the brain, right? So we don't tap to one side. We tap in the middle. We tap over the sternum. 
and we tap over the belly button. The tapping is light. We don't have to be hard or anything. It's a light tapping, right? And then with the other hand, we're going to be covering all the parts of the head. So we're going to start with our thumb at the, ne uh, at the neck, right? And then we're going to, the next hand position would be one up, one up, one up, one up, up to the eyebrows. Okay. okay, and then the size of the head, the thumbs being above the ear. Okay. Yeah, your hands all the way. So all the way from the temples to the back. Another part of it is deep breathing. So okay. we're going to be doing two breath cycles Okay. for each hand position. Okay? okay. Which allows you to feel more peaceful, secure, stable, balanced. It makes the left and right brain work better together. Okay, so here. We're going to start with the hand in the back of the head. Okay. We're going to tap with the other hand and breathe. Okay. Then we're going to put the next hand up. Okay. We can tap with the other hand. Okay, now then remember to tap with your hand flat on the head because you want to cover both sides. Okay. Right? And we tap with the fingers on the sternum and with the flat hand over the belly. Okay? So let's go to the next hand position. Okay, next hand position. Now we can tap in the back of the head, right? As long as you catch both sides, we're good. This is getting to be funny. <laughs> Remember, it's a light tapping. You don't need to be hard or anything like that. It's just a light tapping to, to get the energy moving. Okay. Okay. And now we're going to go to the size of the head, the thumbs above the ear. And down our hand. So how do you feel? I feel that it's definitely shifted something, you know, I'm going to practice it. So if you do it every day, it has a cumulative effect. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. So it's going to take you out of the adrenaline rush. Then you'll be just coming from a calmer place. I have something in my life that, that tends to bring up the adrenaline, right? Or trigger me in that way. You can yeah. kind of meditate on that situation while you do it. Yes, you can do it proactively, make it part of your habit. Like I brush my teeth, I do my cortices, mm -hmm. right? Actually, I do my inverter. Personally, I go on my inverter ma machine and then I do my cortices. That's me. That's how I coupled it, right? So just find something you do every day and just do it with it. 
Okay. So you make it part of your habit. And um, you can do it like if you're going into a difficult meeting or you're, um, you have a test or your kids have a test or you want your kids to calm down. It can be used all the time. You can't overdo it. Okay, I love it. There's nothing wrong for the next cosmic chat. (laughs) Yeah, just get into a a different zone. Yes, definitely. Because it feels like it creates like an energy. Feels like it feels more balanced. It feels like it creates a space. So everyone can check out um, Tamar's website www.healingwithtamar.com and to book a session. And if you mention this cosmic chat, you can get 15% off. I just wanted to, to see if there's anything else that you felt to share with anyone who is listening. No, just keep asking questions and being open. And if anybody wants to just talk and find out more information, you know, call me. And what about those things that people feel like, well, it's always like this. It's always been like this. In one area of their life, usually people have that. What do you say to those things? And do you feel like you can present them tools to help have a breakthrough? For sure. And also, if we keep saying always, what would it take for us to shift that? If instead of saying it's always like this, what if we ask, what would it take for me to shift this? What would it take? Yeah. What would it take for me to be in a different energy space completely where this is not a part of my reality? Right. So powerful. So everyone who would like to tap into greater possibilities, Tamar's website, www.healingwithtamar.com. So check it out. And thank you so much for joining me today, Tamar. I'm truly honored. Thank you so much for having me. And thank you for having this platform where you bring people on and change people's consciousness. Thank you. Thank you so much. Lots of love, lots of love to everybody. Thank you for joining. I truly hope that this episode nourished your spirit and or opened you to a deeper level of connection or a higher perspective. Please subscribe, share it with your friends and family, and leave me a review. I appreciate your support. You can also take a screenshot and tag me on Instagram and I'll add it to my story. Until next time, be well, take care. Lots of love, magic, joy, opportunities, and blessing always. Bye-bye. Cosmic Chats with Debbie Sugarbaker is a production of Yali Christina Podcast Services.